Hey, Bastin. Jay and Silent Bob are coming to raid your fridge, smoke your weed, and make you laugh hysterically while they do it. How do you like them apples? Friday, October 7th at the Wilbur Theater. Catch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Grab your tickets now by clicking on the link at csmod.com. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. The Smonsters of Talk are coming to motherfucking Vegas. Jay and Silent Bob get old and Hollywood Babylon. Whether you want to snooch your nooch or give that penis a sandwich, the shenanigans happen August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe, located right on the famous Las Vegas Strip. Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, and Ralph Garman are guaranteed to make you forget you just gambled away all your money. Jay and Silent Bob get old and Hollywood Babylon. August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas. Go to csmod.com for tickets. Yo, Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob are gonna snooch to your motherfucking nooch. I don't even know what that means. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater on October 8th. Special guest, tell them Steve Day. Get your tickets at CountBasieTheater.org. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater, October 8th in Red Bank. Word. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast. Where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Going to New York Comic Con in October? Well, Jay and Silent Bob are giving you one more reason to fangasm. Uh, you might want to clean that up. Friday, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Catch a live performance of the popular podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Dust off that Batman costume that's three sizes too small. Or, fuck it, don't wear a costume. Just wear some type of clothing, because, you know, you don't want to get arrested. And get ready to enjoy a thick layer of gooey comedy jizz with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Jay and Silent Bob get old, live in New York. October 14th at the IGN Theater. 
Tickets on sale now. For more info, go to csmod.com. This is Matt Head with Will Wilkins. And welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And my name is Trent. And we are, it's the, it's the, the end of the Nerdvana weekend. It has, man. If, if you have, don't even know what we're talking about, get in line, cause it's gonna happen. Oh man. I mean, cause let's face it, it's been the weekend of Comic Con, Comic Con, whatever you want to say. And of course, being the, uh, netheads that we are, uh, I was here home in Brentwood. Where were you, Trent? <laughs> I was here in Utah. Well, there you go. So clearly we know what we're talking about. Uh, but, you know, there has been a lot of news coming out of San Diego, which naturally we're going to lead off with. Because sure. why sure. wouldn't we want to? Uh, I, like, I, I can't don't think of any reason. I don't know about you, but uh, for me, one of the biggest and most awesome things was actually getting a look at AMC's trailer for the upcoming season of The Walking Dead. Very well played, sir. It's almost like we rehearsed that. <laughs> Which we haven't. Yeah, did you, so did you get a look at it is the more important uh, question to uh, be asked here. Yes, I have. And what did you think? Total geek boner. It Is that going to be your saying for the day by the way? I just want to make sure I'm set up in advance. This is this hey. is the plan, right? Coming off the tails of Captain America, I, I, I should probably go to the ER because it's been over four hours. Uh, if you, by the way, don't want to forget to remind everybody, if you want to take part in the conversation, uh, follow along with everybody. Uh, you can, of course, twit, tweet, twat, yeah. twat, twat, twat. You, you can, it. you can tweet us at, uh, at, at NetHeads on air. But what we like to do, uh, while we're doing the show, uh, just to make it easier and so everybody could play along is to have you hashtag NetHeads. On Twitter, because uh, it's just the easiest. Because, you know, we could take the time and we could set up an old school chat room, but who's going to use it? Yeah, no one. Right? And, and it's just distracting. Whereas with the, uh, you throw the little hashtag on there, uh, uh, hashtag netheads, and uh, we can just read along. And it's so much easier. Of course, you know, unless of I lose my ability to read and track <laughs> things, like right now, I'm like, I know I have a safe search on this. Where the heck is it? Can't find it. <laughs> Well, but at least this week your 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 vertigo is it is it getting better so that you can read a little bit you know yes yes the... yes I am I am near a hundred percent still dizzy things still move a little but I've been a lot more functional I I have to admit last week um I really should listen back on the show because I was heavily medicated <laughs> heavily I got heavily medicated. And then I got, uh, uh, whatchamacallit? I, I, no, no, no. <laughs> I got heavily medicated and then I also took, um, some Excedrin, which got me amped up. So it was like downers and uppers and it's a horrible mess. <laughs> you know, drugs are a very serious thing, kids. Don't play with them. Uh, yes, only, but, only under adult supervision. Yeah, but I can read along and I don't need to worry about screen scrolling or anything like that. And of course, uh, another thing we are doing to keep our geek cred up during the show, we're going to randomly pick people that interact with the show 
and we're giving out the Google Plus invites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you haven't got a Google invite, Google Plus invite yet, this is your chance, folks. Yeah, it's an easy way to pick one up. Just just get one right just by listening. And and the, and here's the thing too. Uh, if you're listening to us live right now, great. If you're hearing us on a replay or you're hearing us on the podcast, doesn't matter. Still throw it in there on the hashtag NetHeads when we got our uh, re-air on Thursday afternoons, uh, which yep. we do, uh, on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. You didn't do it. Oh, it's Smodcast.com. Thank Shit, you. I dropped the ball on that one. Uh, uh, even then, people uh, said something, and guess what I did? What did you do? I, uh, wait, I, wait I, you gave it to him, didn't you? I sent out them invites, son. It's because you're Christ-like. That's right. Fatman2124 says the only way to do a show is on drugs. Oh, my. <laughs> I like the way he rolls. I do. So uh, rolling it back now, getting it back on topic, trying to steer the ship right back the way we want it to be going. Uh, obviously, the Evil Dead trailer uh, gave us some insight into where the show is going to be going in the upcoming season. Right. Uh, there's going to be some conflict with the group. Uh, yes. and it's, and now we're getting into that point that I was anticipating where we are, and, and it was kind of obvious with the end of last season, where we're going to finally start to veer off, you know, from just the little tributes of the source material and let it be its own show. Sure. Because, yeah, and the, at the very end of the season, they obviously had completely abandoned all source material. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Especially with the visit to that, uh, to the CDC or wherever it was they yeah, went. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and that's good. I, because I think the two need to be something different. It was nice to see the little, the little nods and the tributes that we got sure. to the, to the comic series, which is it's, phenomenal. Yeah. Especially the pilot. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's its own thing. Cause I, I don't want to sit around and, and watch the same story. Right. That I've already read. What's the point? If I wanted to do that, I'd go see some Twilight movies. What? <laughs> because he's read them, folks. Yes. Yeah. He's read them. Yes, I've read the movies. That makes no sense. <laughs> but I have, I have, uh, by the way, um, I just got to say something else too, uh, cause I'm king of the non sequitur. I, I, I've been enjoying, I've been enjoying this week a lot because every time I open up iTunes and I go to podcasts, what right there in the number one position on new and noteworthy. Netheads. It's, it's the old netheads just sitting there hanging yeah. out. Now, mind you, we will never rank. No. We will never ever rank nope. in our, I think we're in the technology category. <laughs> and for podcasting. It, for, and, well, actually we're in talk, techno, oh, for podcasting, even better. So we're dominated by Leo Laporte and, uh, this week in tech network shows and ringtones. Once sure. we finally figure out how to defeat the ringtones, we can go after Leo Laporte. <laughs> I'm not messing with that guy, man. He is hardcore. He is, yeah. he's, he's a, he's another person that embraced this concept early on and well, he you know, ran with it. Exactly. He's a lot like Wu Tang Clan. Okay. Cause you know, he ain't nothing to with. There you go. So don't mess with the Leo. What we need to do is we need to embrace Leo Laporte. We need to somehow draw him in at which point then we can maybe, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. But uh, so I, w- I was very, very happy to see that. And uh, of course, with position comes uh, the loss of net autonomy and our net right. anonymity is what actually I'm going for, uh, because we currently have four out of five stars out of 14 ratings. And I just want to give you my favorite review of the week. 
Is this is this our listener of the week? This is our listener of the week, which is Thirsty Turtle too. So, sir, uh, I doubt, but you still gave us two stars, and we thank yeah, you I for mean, that. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. And mind you, this is look. This is not going to be a feature where we pick the worst review of the week because we don't want to encourage people to write bad yeah. reviews just to get hurt. <laughs> oh, I'll get on the radio. Those freaking dickheads. Yeah, should so, be dickheads, not netheads. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Thank you. That's someone's gonna write that one already. Or did you read that somewhere else? You know what? That's fine. If you write that, that's fine. Just give us a five star rating anyway. Yeah, exactly. You could say it should be dickheads, not netheads, but five star review we're happy with. Uh, but it was Thirsty Turtle too who said, "I'm a geek that sits through physics and math lectures for the majority of my waking hours." Already, this person has got some uh, credibility. Oh, sh- and these two couldn't even hold my attention. Perhaps this just isn't my humor, but I thought this podcast was lame. And not really funny or entertaining in any way. Not even well, one little bit. Well, shit, dude, when you're comparing it to math and physics lectures, we can't hold a candle to that. That is riveting. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Mark Zuckerberg's going to listen to this podcast going, I learned something. That's not going to happen <laughs> here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, so thank you, Thirsty, Thirsty Turtle, uh, two. Because Thirsty Turtle 1 beat him out on the name. And, of course, (laughs) Thirsty Turtle. Please don't mistake Thirsty Turtle 2 with these two individuals either. No, because they are separate. Yeah, they are. But uh, other than that, 14 reviews and we're still at four stars. I'll take it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I I think it's great, but, you know, it's up to you. So, anyway, uh, rolling it back again. Uh, I'm really looking forward to The Walking Dead. Uh, I think this season... Should be more interesting. And, you know, they, they gave us some of those cliffhanger moments, even though you got to admit, I don't know about you, Trent, but that season finale last year really seemed kind of disconnected from the rest of, of what we had been given. Yeah, the season finale, in my opinion, was the worst episode. I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, it, it totally was just out of nowhere. And it was, it was disjointed. It was extremely far-fetched uh, yeah i i don't know i mean yeah okay i'm saying it's far-fetched in a zombie movie okay i get that folks <laughs> at least at least you're giving yourself that credit and in, in acknowledging that you you're you know you're talking nonsense and right, i appreciate exactly. you for that um <laughs> yeah i know it, it just lacks credibility those zombies and that whole thing it was it was a very interesting episode but it was just it was like you tuned into a different show for a moment right Right. And it was just really just, uh. and now it looks like it's getting back to the core story, which is just surviving. Exactly. And I'm really excited to see the, uh, the return of the, uh, supremacist who had to cut his hand off. I, you know, I didn't catch that in the trailer. He was there. It, it, it wasn't in the trailer. I did a little reading. Um, but he will be leading a revolt, uh, against the survivors, uh, with his own group of people. Played by Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, and in my opinion, that episode where he actually hacksawed his hand off was awesome. I mean, it's just one of those things where you watch it and you're like, Ugh, oh, yeah, he did that, didn't he? He yep, did. Well, at, at first, he just did that. We don't know what's happening because he can't reach the toolbox. The zo- the Zeds, as some people call them, the hipsters right? like to call the zombies the Zeds, they're at the door, right? Yeah, and just and their arms are uh, like reaching through the door, even though it's chained shut. Yeah, so you know by sheer force, eventually they're going to get through, and and you know we just think, well, he's screwed. And the yep, next thing over. you know, when they finally go back for him, hey, look, a hand. <laughs> so I, I, I that's interesting. So I, I wonder if that's kind of well, 
I don't want to get into the stories of the comic books, but you know, already that kind of thing played out in one way, if you will, in the comics. So I just right. wonder if tribute to the source material will be occurring. But anyway, and I, also, well, and also, we've got uh, a couple of episodes will be uh, directed by Stephen King, also this uh, um, season. Yeah, that's good because he's proven himself as a director before. What? <laughs> I think he's writing them as well, though. Okay, well, as long as he's writing them, then I'll go for it. Even, right. Yeah. Well, maybe his, his attempt. I don't, did you read his uh, his um, his attempt and his tribute to the Robert uh, Roger Corman zombie era? The I think, no, uh-uh. I think the book. I think it was just named Cell. And uh, what happens is the book opens with a guy getting an ice cream at an ice cream truck. You know, just I think he had an interview. And some girls are on the phone and and then somebody else's phone rings. And uh, basically everybody that was on a, a device at the time, on a cell phone at that moment, suddenly goes nuts. I mean, oh, like really? primal nuts, like everything about them, their uh, their personality um, it, it's all void. It's just down to primal instincts. So naturally, they start attacking people. I, I don't know why, but they do. You, you know, know what? Yeah, are I, crashing, I, I do helicopters going down. So all these things happened at once, and it was a it was an interesting read, uh, especially because King of of course takes it in the directions that he goes with. It was kind of a an, almost a nod to Tommyknockers in a way because it turns out that after this event happens. Uh, the, the crazy people start only coming out during the day and during the night, they're like hovering. This part of the book was amazing to me. They're, they're gathering in large areas and they're becoming like a hive mind, if you oh, will. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, that untapped potential of the unmapped brain or unused brain or who the sure. hell knows. Uh, but right. it, it, good for a read if you want to give it a, ch- a, sh- a chance. That's what I say. Well, and for me, the most recent thing that I've read of his that I just fell in love with was uh, the beginning of last summer. He did a short run when Vertigo, uh, which is, you know, DC Comics kind of like adult uh, comic t- uh, publisher. Right. Um, he did, uh, uh, along with when it when it launched, American Vampire. Oh. And the, the stuff that he wrote on it was because he kind of did like the origin story of, of the vampire, um, the main vampire kind of in it. uh Skinner Sweet, and it was awesome. It, it made me sad that he only did it for, I think it was four issues. Um, but it was solid. It was really, really well done. Well, I mean, he, his previous vampire work with Salem's Lot was good. So that's not a right. Surprise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we had, we had, uh, Walking Dead. Now, do you have any other, other, like, things you have heard from our, our, from the wonderful world of Comic Con that you want to talk about? Um, Comic Con wise, uh, uh, well, I, I, and the only reason I bring this up, uh, because I have a nephew and he is just, ex- two things rock his world in a good way. Okay. He's five Legos and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I've been trying to get him into comic books, but the l- little tyke just doesn't really take to the, to the, uh, the heroes that way. Right. But DC announced that they're going to be sharing all of their uh, characters with Lego. I mean, and they've done this uh, kind of on a limited basis, as they did through uh, the Lego Batman video game. 
Um, but they're opening the door wide open now um, to for them to just go go and do whatever they want, whether it's video games, movies, uh, you know, or at least animated movies, you name it. Um, so there'll be you know, there's gonna be Green Lantern, Superman, Wonder Woman, you name it. Um, have you seen those? Will they're kind of the animated uh, stories with Lego figures? Well, I've played Lego Star Wars. Okay, yeah, exactly. It's it's the exact same thing, but this time it'll be with DC characters. Things you never wanted to say is an adult. Wow, yeah, I played Lego Star Wars. <laughs> I'm moving on to Lego Batman next. <laughs> Which is actually a great game. <clears throat> I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, so that one I, I was kind of excited about just so I can hopefully get my, uh, get, get, get my nephew started out on the right track. Uh, well, that's good of you, man. That's good. <laughs> On his way to virginhood for the rest of his life. Yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, the only other bit of news that stood out for me, I, because I've, I, I gotta admit, this weekend I've kind of been disconnected. I've been, sure. I've been obsessed with, um, with sir things, I guess you could say. And then I have been, um, you know, just doing my thing. And I, I really haven't been on, like, I, Today was the first day I actually sat down and looked at Facebook. You know what uh, I mean? So I haven't sure. heard a lot of the Comic-Con news, but I saw the Walking Dead trailer. And, right. and, and, I, and I, honestly, I got to give credit where credit is due. If it weren't for Chris Hardwick, Hardwick's The Nerdist website, right. I really wouldn't have caught up on anything I wanted to care about out of uh, Comic-Con. And the big one, other big one for me is that they showed a trailer for the back end of Series 6 of Doctor Who. Which I know you are just oh. so excited about, Trent. I know you are just <laughs> Ooh, I'm overwhelmed. So excited. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, the thing, as we've discussed on the show before, is that they did an unusual move where they split the season in half. For they 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 said there was going to be a big like uh, changing moment in the show, and so uh, they really wanted to have this split to help. Uh, I don't know why, to be honest. They just thought it would be a cool thing to have a cliffhanger and then come back in August, which they're doing now. And, uh-huh. and but it kind of makes sense considering these shows, like the USA ones, they just have small runs. So it's nice that they kind of come back in this manner. I hope actually it's a pattern they continue because that way you're not waiting for who as much. Uh, you know, in the past, like March it happens, and then by the time mid June comes around, you're done. You right. stick around waiting for a Christmas episode, and then finally. It starts again in March. So that's a long wait, but, you know, not like Walking Dead kind of wait that we had. I feel like it's been a year. Well, God, it kind of has been. It has been, and it's still going. <laughs> we're, we're still not there yet. Um, but uh, the, the trailer came out, and at the end of the uh, mid-season finale, I guess is the kind of thing they call it, uh, they said, you know, Doctor Who will be back with in the next episode, Let's Kill Hitler. What? Yeah, exactly. Great Are title. Are you serious? Yeah, so then we got to see some footage from that. I mean, and they're just, dude, they're, the images they chose, the things that they showed in the trailer, I, I, you just know that they strategically picked because they tell you almost nothing. And the right. imagery to a degree is just confusing and it's just brilliant. And if you want to see both of these trailers that we've talked about, just go to Nerdist.com. Let's make it easy. Okay, now, now, with with what you've just presented, this may be what gets me into the Doctor Who. Well, you know, I'm going to say, Trent, if that's the case, uh, keep an eye on BBC America because I'm sure before August 27th when it returns, 
They're, uh-huh. they're going to have a marathon. And I know you tried it in the past and you were like, meh, and it was like one of the worst episodes. I would have never wished that one on you in the beginning. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, of any season, I wish you had given this season a chance. If you'd So I would say look for that marathon, okay, that's going to okay. happen. I guess I'll have to prod you on it and watch it <laughs> because this season has been a really good one. Actually, you know, I, again – there are episodes I would just say that you need to watch. Okay. And I've given them, given them to you before. I don't want to mm. have to give them to you again. Yeah, cause, cause I kept, uh, that list that you. Yeah. <clears throat> of course. <clears throat> so, uh, in series three of the revived, uh, or not revived, but, uh, rejuvenated, reimagined Doctor Who, uh, there was the episode called Blink. That one you've got to watch. Wait, it's called Boink? Blink. Blink. B-L-I-N-K. <laughs> Blink. I was way off. You got to watch that one. And then in the uh, the fourth series, there is um, Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead, I think is what it's called. It's okay. a two-parter. And then you just, you know, try and pick and choose the ones from series five and then just watch all the series six. Okay. There you go. That's That's how I would tell you to get caught up. But like, oh gosh, man, it's just, the show's just been brilliant. I should really be looking at Twitter just seeing how many people are calling me a dork right now. And uh, <laughs> I want to remind you, if you want to take, uh, if you want to follow along in the conversation, take part, join the hive mind, if you will, uh, do the hashtag netheads on Twitter and we'll uh, follow along. It's nice. <laughs> oh, here oh. we go. <laughs> like Kuban <laughs> says, Amy Pond is another really it. good reason for Trent to watch Doctor Who. <laughs> If that's if that's the flavor you like, sir, there you go. Duly noted. <laughs> Duly noted. I um, but yeah, I was really excited to see that. And plus, you know, I didn't know when the show was coming back, so it's nice to hear that it's going to be happening next month. Yeah. And then we'll have the Christmas episode. Cause so the pacing would be really nice because there's only going to be six weeks. There's going to be six shows when it comes back, and then a Christmas episode. And I'm not sure what's happening about the season after that. I mean, there's been some like weirdness on the net about it. So, hey, hey, wait, I got a question for you. Now, when yeah. you say Christmas episode, yeah, is this like Mickey's Christmas or no, no, no? no. You I know mean, what, what we talked about last week—the Star Wars Christmas. No, it's nothing like that. It's a story, but it just happens to have a holiday theme. I don't know. I think they started the tradition when it was the end of the first series in 2005 and uh there was a big cliffhanger and that's when the doctor regenerated into david Tennant's doctor and so there was a christmas episode to kind of get people between now and then before the series proper kicked in i believe so that's okay. when it, that's when it kind of started and so it's just these stories that tend to happen around the holiday season uh but last year's was just brilliant it was just stunningly brilliant. It was called A Christmas Carol, and but it was a, a Doctor Who take on it. And by the way, folks, it, if you're thinking uh, back to uh, to the Doctor Who of the 70s and 80s and you're kind of like sketchy on why I would be a fan of it, like this new Who is not – it's it's nothing like that. It's not hokey <laughs> special effects and – I'm just saying. I, I don't know why I'm so defensive about I love it. That, yeah, I was gonna say, I love that you justify it. I just, I get so defensive about it and I don't know why. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> and I shouldn't. <laughs> but anyway, so I was excited about that. But, I don't know, anything else come out of Comic Con? Anything? 
uh, and I didn't see it. Um, but uh, Fat Man again is t- uh, said that um, Solomon Grundy and Batman Arkham City trailer uh, surprised a lot of people. So that has perked my interest to go and see it now because I've I've seen a lot of things about the um, Arkham City trailer. Uh, so that's definitely I'm gonna go check that out. Okay, ASAP. As soon as we're done. Thank you, Fatty. <laughs> I, 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 I mean that with I mean that with love. Oh shit! There there goes another two uh, two star review on iTunes. That's just well, I actually I thought you were talking to me for a second. I got confused. I was gonna be like, uh, okay, that's kind of hurtful, but whatever. Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Um, so that's I guess that's about it. Yeah, that's the thing about Comic Con though. The news is always very like specialized. Like I know that they made announcements about the upcoming season of the Guild. Right. You know, we found out, for example, that Jed Whedon's writing partner and wife, Mo uh, more uh Marissa I can't pronounce her last name and I'm not gonna waste my time trying. We'll just call her <laughs> Marissa T. Just blow just just breeze through it. Yeah, she's gonna be in the uh but you know, other than that I haven't paid much attention. I mean I know that Zach Levi had a really great, you know, presence there with his nerd HQ, you know, trying to get the positive movement going and, 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 you know, cause let's face it, we're in the time of ge- geeks and nerds. This is our time. Oh, and it's, it's a, it's a golden age. And he's just saying, if we all just, if we all just get along and we all just like do a concentrated effort and we don't pirate movies and we teach the studios that the digital era is here and it's a good thing that, you know, all these, all this positivity could happen. Um, so, and, and that's a cool thing. And that's what he was doing there with his nerd HQ. Plus, uh, you know, he had a, uh, whole charity thing going with the smile people who deal with the, uh, cleft palate thing. That right. Kind of stuff. Yes. So, Which, I mean, it's it, it, just a quick plug. I mean, that's, it, it's sad that people are still dealing with that. You know what I mean? Like we've got the surgery. We know the procedure. It's a, you know, it's a, it's fail safe. We can, we can take care of it, but it's still, you know, it affects people. So let's, let's knock it out. Yeah, man. Just, just get it, get it done. Get it done. Well, then again, I'm still mad that I, and this is by, I'm in no way making a comparison, people, but I mean, in this day and age, seriously, why am I still going bald? (laughs) But believe me, I understand this is not, this is nothing compared to to that. And I'm not trying to say it is. (laughs) Uh, Oh. Just going to put that down in the notes. Will's cleft palate is his balding. Yeah, that doesn't quite count at <laughs> all. Uh, but so, like I said, it, it's all specialized news. You you look, you have to hunt out for the things that you want to hear about. And, you know, I'll find out more on Monday. It's right, like, yeah. Doing the show live on a Sunday, not exactly our benefit, you know. We're not benefiting yeah. the audience. But then again, some people say by doing a show, we're not benefiting the audience. And I apologize for that. <laughs> no, only turtle two sniffer. Thirsty turtle two. Oh, thirsty turtle. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds a lot like cockadoodle do. Anyway, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And, <laughs> and you know, too, I God, I, I, I don't want to say I, I shouldn't have even said the name of the reviewer the first time, but I mean, there was a, another person too who apparently was having a dialogue with us that I was never aware of. This was oh a, really somebody that heard the show because. Uh, you know, he made some comment about how, uh, uh like, uh, we can, he can hear us, but we're not interacting with him or we don't care what he has to say. And, and then like made another comment about something I said that he took the wrong way. And I'm just like, wow, I'm, I forgot how mean the, <laughs> the anonymity of the internet grants people. You know, the, the, the only thing left to do would be to <laughs> create a message board. 
<laughs> so people could flame about netheads. That's it. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but if you uh, do want to interact with us, again, uh, we've got the hashtag netheads. And guess what, folks? We're on the Facebooks. Uh, just find us on uh, netheads. I'll uh, actually post that up right now, the link on Twitter. Oh, right on. We we have a page for that? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wait. Last did I, I set it up? <laughs> you, Again, I think so. <laughs> I've been heavily medicated. Heavily medicated. Uh, so uh, getting into the tech side of things, getting into the gadgetry, getting into the stuff that's uh, that's happening in the world. Yes. Uh, once again, <laughs> in a step that defies all logic. Now, mind you, uh, let me preface this by saying, folks, I love Apple products. You do. I really do. Okay, I do. There is only one reason why I don't, why my laptop is not a Mac laptop, okay? There is an only reason why the various computers in the studio, other than the old iBook G4 I'm looking at, are not Mac products, and that's price, okay? Mm, right. I, 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 in this day and age, when a PC, which by the way, could be running the, uh, the technology, that the uh, computers and the laptops run the operating system, the uh, you know uh, these computers. This this one that I'm using right now, it could technically run the OS X operating system. Okay, okay, right. It, it's got all the, it's got all the stuff, Daddy O. It's got it in there. Uh, but Apple's comparable version of this laptop is double the price. Mm. Okay, right. That's the only reason why I'm not. It's price. And that's why I, you know, I think a lot of people in Hollywood like Max, because uh, it's they trendy? have dispo- they have disposable income, my friend. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Uh, so that's the only reason why I'm not Mac. And and once again, they're just doing something. It 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 used to be for a Mac laptop, if you wanted to get an entry level machine, right? Okay, you could go with their MacBook line because there's the sure. MacBook, the MacBook Pro, and then the Mac the Air. Is it a MacBook right. Air? I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, just barely released was the MacBook Air. Yeah. I used to know so much about computers. Now I'm a moron. <laughs> I blame the Vertigo. Uh, there you go. So they had, you know, these. They still had these wonderful little colored white models that were less expensive because they were the made from the plastic instead of the silver brushed aluminum that all the other ones are made of. And. And those were at least a little less expensive. Like I think you could get into one for nine ninety nine or eleven ninety nine, which right. which is reasonable. It's it's sure. not as bad. But you know, if you wanted a if you wanted a seventeen inch screen, you're not gonna find one in a MacBook. You gotta go nope, pro, baby. Gotta go pro. And now they're eliminating the MacBook, uh, the the white MacBooks. It's, yeah, the, st- the yeah the standard MacBook is is it's not even available on their website anymore. Nope. So if you can find one in an Apple store. That's the only way you're going to – and students used to love these things. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you add in the student discount and, and you absolutely. had an affordable machine. Absolutely. And, and well, and, and so now they're saying, you know, well, the Air is our new entry-level product. But, I mean – and call me old-fashioned, okay? Um, that If you, if you want to watch, let's say, a DVD on your Air, you now have to buy an external DVD drive and plug it into the – what is it? One or two USB ports provided? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what you'd have to do. If you want to install software, oh, I need the external drive. To me, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. Well, but it's so they can make it so thin. They wanted a laptop, they could fit in a manila envelope, and they made one. Congratulations. <laughs> and that's great for portability, but, you know. No, it is, but it's a laptop. I want something that's got some girth to it. Right, but, you know, okay, here's the thing. 
because if you want to think about this, uh, in the past, and and we're talking ancient times, my friend, olden days, <laughs> when Steve Jobs eliminated the three and a half inch floppy diskette drive from Mac computers, got rid of it, eliminated it. We're not putting it in anymore. We're not going to do it because he he knew the writing was on the wall. Right. He knew that that the the storage mediums were getting bigger and they were going to be going in different directions. So why bother? Okay, let's not perpetuate this technology anymore. And also at the same time, forcing the consumers to shift the mindset. Right. Now think about Apple's strategy. Okay. They have an app store where you can buy apps not just for your phone, not just for your iPad, but for your computer as well. Right, which I mean, which is the trend going, I mean, just as far as software goes overall, we're, we're seeing more native apps rather than, you know, even web apps out there. Let's take in another step, Trent. What's the other thing that Apple really wants you to do? You mentioned watching a movie. What do they want Bu- me to do with my movie? Buy rent. Just get anything off of the iTunes store. Oh, there you go. Just get it off the iTunes store. Well, but wait a minute. I don't want to get it from the iTunes store because then I have to watch it on my laptop. I can't watch it on my TV. Oh, wait. Apple TV. If I have an Apple TV, I can stream this high-def movie right over to my TV from my but computer the- or my iPad. <laughs> but the problem is you don't have any of those things for one reason, Will. Cost. Exactly. So they're perpetuating, um, this, this, you know, sense of, you know, I, I'm not going to do it because I don't have the money. And since I don't have the money, I'm just going to pirate it anyway. Well, here's the silly thing. And, and that's that, uh, <laughs> the fact that people sell software anymore on a, on a, on a DVD or a CD drive. In right. my opinion, you should either be able to download it or just get it on USB. I mean, uh, one of the promotional items that uh, Smodcast uh, or Smodco, one of the uh, things did, they had these amazing little Forgeticus cards that had like a tiny USB drive on them. Right, Featuring yes. the, the Harry Potter Forgeticus discussion episodes. So obviously it's gotten to the point where they can make a low impact, low cost item. Enough of one to customize it, print it, and use it as promo material. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, it's 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 basically almost like a business card and fit in your wallet. Yeah, and what you just fold out the little USB thing and boom, you're in. Yeah. So you know, again, I don't mean to to just sit here and focus on your uh point, because it's true. Uh, you know, really, I want to be able to just put in a CD or burn a CD because a lot of people burn CDs and DVDs in this digital era. Right. So not having that ability in your base model is kind of nutty, especially considering, uh, with the MacBooks and students, you, you offered a student discount. Uh, you gave them a free printer usually. So yep. you were, you were doing that little practice, uh, we like to call, uh, getting them early. Yep. So once they were students, they, and you got a Mac as a student, you could probably keep them going from that point forward. Uh, I, you know, of course was, I, even though I did start out on, on the Apple products and. Right. No, I don't, but I'm a bad case point because I'm a, I'm just a sucker for a, for a bargain. Well, and it's interesting that, that you brought up, uh, kind of the, the apps and driving people to the app store, uh, because right now for students, so if you're in college, uh, or even faculty for that matter. Faculty. Uh, <laughs> when you get your discount, uh, you don't get a free printer or anything like that anymore. You get 
$100 to the App Store. Get out. That's that's your incentive now. Along along with the 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 you know the discounted price, yeah. the the added incentive is $100 to the App Store. Now, and I don't buy things on the App Store. What could you get for $100? I have no idea. I've never shopped on the <laughs> App Store. All I know is for my 40th birthday, uh, because everybody knew I got an iPad, I got like 60 bucks in uh iTunes gift certificates in I- iTunes crash cash credits yeah and i've still got like 30 in there because i'm not like getting every stupid little app to put on my phone or my ipad it's just right. not my way right oh but man i got some i so i'm still trying to find ways to, to spend money there i'll have to get a mac to answer that question which i guess okay. i'll get a macbook air hey but uh and then the external hard drive and then the you know an external usb hub if you want to run more than just your headphones out of it and then <laughs> <laughs> it's there it, well i've always i've said all along if they really I, and i don't know here let me roll this back a little bit for you okay okay because i think this is apple's philosophy all right um because they've always had a smaller uh market share but god almighty look at what their stock is doing my friend right it is going insane right now my in-laws have apple stock and boy are they happy because it, 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 they're like, oh, they're just sitting there going, oh, is it going to split again? Is it going to split again? Come on, baby. Snake <laughs> eyes. Give me doubles. It's already split on them once, which, by the way, you know, once the stock is traded to such a high value, they split the stock into two. Yes. So that way they can. I don't need to get into economics with you because <laughs> already I didn't even know what the hell we're talking about anymore. But let me get back to the analogy. So Apple, I'm starting to think that they use the same philosophy that my friend did. He was an event videographer. And he was specializing in weddings. He was trying to get into the corporate video uh, market. But, you know, the bread and butter, the thing that kept the machine rolling so he could build up his corporate business was weddings. Because, Trent, people get married. <laughs> Believe it or not. They do. If you even in a they may, you know, in a recession, they may like cut things here and there and they'll try and have a friend videotape. But there are other people that have money. And they will pay to have an event videographer videotape the wedding, especially somebody that is professional. Now, when he started in order to get business, he started at one price level. Mm -hmm. Now, as he started getting more word of mouth, each year gradually his price increased. Sure. I mean, that's kind of how it is. So much to the point where he didn't have to do wedding fairs anymore. He didn't have to advertise because he was just getting word of mouth and he was at a certain level of clientele. Let's put it this way. You weren't at the local community center videotaping weddings anymore. <laughs> Which for anyone who has made videos, you know that is the worst thing you ever get stuck doing, but very lucrative. Yeah. So so my whole point is, you know, he ended up getting a certain level of clientele and went to certain places. And there, there became a certain prestige to the fact that you were having him videotape your wedding because you right. knew you were getting quality. You knew you were getting experience and you knew you were getting something special. And I think that's Apple's philosophy too now. Okay. They just, okay. they don't care about everybody using Apple products. They know the right people will right. use Apple products. Right. Well, and, and just looking at it from a marketing standpoint as well, they're really good. They don't ever kind of change the look or, or the way their product is, um, in their marketing. You know what I mean? Like it, it is what it is and they're going to target it send it out to everyone the way it is in the same manner. And so you get it or you don't, 
you know, and that's kind of the uh, the genius of the uh, you know when they were running the I'm a Mac and I'm a PC ads. Yeah, I, I you know, and I gotta admit, I kind of miss those. I do too. Yeah, well, and, and to be, I don't know if they if they stopped just because uh, of the riffing that was done, which was genius. So so many other uh, you know companies picked up on that. Um, look at you know T-Mobile right now is totally cashing in on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, I actually, thought it was great now, marketing. Well, the funny thing is. In the world of advertising, I've had a little insight into, God, just about everything in the world. (laughs) (laughs) One time, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I managed a video conference center. And there was a very notable advertising company that would use the video conference centers to talk with the home office in one location location, and pitches would be done in another. Long, simple enough story. And so I got to see the life cycle of a commercial. And sometimes some of them would take uh, – it could take three months to a year for a commercial to go from from concept to approval to production to on the air. Okay? Right. Yes. And, that is – yeah. And so T-Mobile is, had been running those ads where they're basically just spanking AT&T. And shortly after those ads come out, what happens? AT&T <laughs> buys T-Mobile. Yes, buys T-Mobile. Exactly. Well, and they're still running the ads, too. Yeah, you still see some of them, but another one I just saw was this one, the camera sweeping across America, and they're talking about AT&T and T-Mobile now with more cell sites, more coverage, and more options, and uh, synergy's wonderful. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care what you guys have to say. <laughs> Wanks. But you're on you're on AT and T, man. Is this going to help your uh, your service? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Well, no, there's no there is no hope <laughs> for AT and T service. Well, you know, T Mobile. Oh man, here's the thing: AT and T and T Mobile for a long time. Uh, well, at the time it was singular. AT and T bought singular in right. my area, so that's how they got access. And for the longest time, singular. And T-Mobile were leasing the same the same towers for towers. communications. Yeah. So I got the same crappy service from either one because I was T-Mobile before the iPhone came out. And so you know, it, I don't really see that there's going to be any benefit because if they're not building their infrastructure, if they're not getting more cell towers, uh, they're they're not going to win because they're not. Right. I don't really see that there's a big gain there. They may get into some markets they weren't in. The T-Mobile was in, but I highly doubt that. I'm sure the coverage maps, if I compared them one to the other, are about the same. And nobody's going to beat Verizon. They just nope. – they aren't – Well, I, Sprint. Sprint's the only other one I would say maybe. Yeah, but their coverage still isn't – well, at least like just using California as an example where I am. Okay, which which is probably – you know should have the, the best coverage. Yeah, Sprint coverage the, you know, for the US. still does not have the same depth that Verizon does. It really? just doesn't. I go, Going camping up in the mountains, good luck for anybody getting a cell signal, unless they're on Verizon. <laughs> That's why, it's, hey, and, and if you're in Utah, man, <laughs> it's the only way to go. Otherwise, it's not happening. Well, let me put it this way, my friend. I have an iPhone, uh, I have an iPhone 4. I got it on AT&T. This will probably be my last AT&T iPhone. Because once the 4G model of the iPhone is announced for Verizon, yep, it's contracts it's up. Time to go, buddy boy. See, See ya, ya, folks. Time to transition. 
Uh, I want to remind everybody, if you're listening to us live, you can take part. Even if you're not live, you can take part by uh, throwing the hashtag NetHeads up on the uh, old network there. The uh, the old thingamabobby. Uh, one person brought up uh, Venator. Venator. Yeah, okay. I remember he told you, me you, I you said, said it right. You said it right last time. Uh, there last was week. another announcement of S- at uh, the San Diego Comic-Con of interest. And yes. R2-D2 and C-3PO Xbox Connect 320 gigabit bundle. Not just in looks, but sounds. Yes. Oh, yeah. The whole thing. And I just uh, posted a link on on Facebook. Uh, hashtag Netheads. If you're looking for that. Um, on that Facebook, kinda, shows, you hashtag Netheads. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> on that is Twitter, just I mean. amazing. I'll throw it. I, hey, you know what? I'll throw it up on the Facebook too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the uh, so the the remote control in this case is uh, brass colored, like C3PO. Exactly. Uh huh. And the Xbox 360 is uh, R2D2 themed. Yeah, it's it, it's white and got the blue racing stripes of R2D2. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And of course, uh, Kuban gave the perfect response. I don't shouldn't even uh, bother making any other comment because he said, "I hope it makes it R2." R2's overload noise when it red rings. <laughs> that would be fitting. The red ring of death on an Xbox. I uh <laughs> I have I have uh, never um I I've never actually played an Xbox, so I wouldn't know. Oh, he's missing out, isn't he, folks? Yeah, I'm sure I am. I just can't commit, man. I can't commit. I don't have time for gaming, so why bother? But it's so much more than just a gaming system, Will. Oh, can I watch a Blu-ray on my Xbox 360? You're such a dick. You I know. are such a dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that's why I probably at the price point, I should have gotten a PS3 instead of when I replaced my Blu-ray player. I probably should have. Right. But, you know, at, at the same time, still not a lot of stuff I'm going to use it for. <laughs> and and last thing we want to do, because, folks, I, I'll make an admission here on the show. I am a I am a... Uh, what is it? What is the word? I'm a recovered EverQuest player. Oh, he, a recovering, yeah, absolutely. I and I'm a recovering World of Warcraft player. So I think the last thing we want to do is introduce any type of games to me. <laughs> That's just my thought. You know, I, the World of Warcraft was fun. That one was the. I almost think that was like my bridge to to freedom. Because <laughs> EverQuest, EverQuest was a game that just it 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 hated its own players. <laughs> but you still played it, okay? Uh, ever- well, it was it was the only option for MMOs back then. Yeah, it, it was the it was the abusive bro- boyfriend you just kept going back to, basically. <laughs> but then, he does it because he cares. But then World of Warcraft came along, and it was something that didn't requ- it didn't require group dynamics to play, and you could play it casually. So instead of being forced to do things, you could casually do things, which led to me just not doing any of that nonsense anymore. Right. Which, by the way, if you play World of Warcraft or EverQuest, I'm not saying it's nonsense for you. I'm just saying I, I really have more productive things I should be doing with my time than sitting for hours and hours trying to achieve this leather belt that will increase my spell capacities by plus four. That leather belt will get you laid, though, Will. I'm just saying. Never. So I've, so Never. I've been told. <laughs> Never. There, I'm sure, there is a social aspect, and I'm sure there are people that have met through MMOs. Yes, this and- is true. And either the, it, the relationship worked out great or they discovered they're both dudes, one or the other. <laughs> but he played a dark elf woman. I don't get it. It just seems so right. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, Trent. I need to give my uh, vocal cords a break. 
Well, I think it's time for some a commercial break. So, in the interim, please enjoy these lovely sounds while I give my voice and my ears a break from Trent. <laughs> and we'll be back in just a minute here on NetHeads on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. At Smodcast.com. Well played. The Smonsters of Talk are coming to motherfucking Vegas. Jay and Silent Bob get old and Hollywood Babylon. Whether you want to snooch your nooch or give that penis a sandwich, the shenanigans happen August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe, located right on the famous Las Vegas Strip. Kevin Smith, Jason Muse, and Ralph Garman are guaranteed to make you forget you just gambled away all your money. Jay and Silent Bob get old and Hollywood Babylon. August 12th and 13th at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas. Go to csmod.com for tickets. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. You've heard Katie Morgan expose herself live with Kevin Smith. Now she's getting her very own hot and heavy talk show right here on Sir. Having sex with Katie Morgan will blow your mind and your wad. Porn-tastic tales, special guests, sex advice, and fellow blonde bombshell co-host Cassie Young. Streaming live five nights a week, naked and raw, on Having Sex with Katie Morgan. Weeknights at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Don't miss the dirty debut, Monday, July 25th at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. On Sir, Smodcast Internet Radio. Connection failed. This is NetHeads. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, for those of you, yeah, you may wonder why that breaks in there. One, it's because there's only so long I can listen to myself even talk. And, and two, there's only so long I can pretend that I'm actually listening to Trent. So I need to give my mind that reset. <laughs> And I, after so many drinks, I've just got to piss. There you go. So, uh, oh, you did good. I'm glad. I try and <laughs> I'm trying to find that that holistic balance, that 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 subtle approach to 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 know, uh, you know, in the past when you've been like, dude, commercials now, please, because we got a little <laughs> chat dialogue that goes on over here. If you ever think uh, like we're talking and then suddenly we're extremely distracted by something, it's usually ourselves, <laughs> which is really good to do, you know, for the listening audience. Sure. Uh, you know, cause why, why should we stay on topic for you? Uh, listen to the beginning of the show. We were all over the place. Uh, <laughs> if you want to, uh, if you want to take part in the conversation while you're listening, folks, don't forget on the Twitter, you can use slash, uh, netheads to, uh, throw, hashtag, hashtag, whatever. I meant that. I'm, I'm <laughs> leave me alone. I'm not even medicated. I'm kidding. I wish I was. Oh, by the way, Trent, you'll like to, you'll be happy to know that, uh, Peggy has, uh, subscribed to netheads. Oh. There we go. Thank that, you, Peggy, for tuning in. That's my mother-in-law. So uh she was only 18 back issues on that other podcast we did. So now, you know, <laughs> I'm sure she'll probably be listening to us sometime in 2013. 
this, yeah, I was going to say, or, she, you know, this is like our reboot. She can just start anew. Yeah, there you go. Start fresh. That's what everybody's doing. Uh, and don't forget, too, if you do uh, hashtag NetHeads, we are giving out the uh, the Google Plus invites. Just ask for it. It's not like it were, I say we're going to randomly choose, but, but by randomly choosing, we're like, oh, there's another one. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I have randomly chosen you as the person who mentioned I would like a uh, a Google Plus invite. I didn't know it was still such an exclusive thing the way it's kind of been blowing up. Yeah, and and and, and that's kind of the cool part about it is I feel like I'm more connected with people on Google Plus now than I am say with on uh, people on Facebook just cuz it's so exclusive. Oh really? So you, you like yeah. That, and it's funny you mentioned that I, earlier today. Today was a very domestic day for me. I uh, you know because I'm finally back in the the saddle of living life, and uh, not just sitting around in the fetal position wishing the world would stop moving on me. <laughs> and which I call Saturday night. Oh, so <laughs> you know there were things to get done, and and my wife has had to bear the burden of the household the entire time. I've been out of commission, so I figured it's time to give back. I made waffles for breakfast for everybody, hand handmade waffles. I don't know what that means. I sculpted them myself. Pardon me. Waffles from scratch. <laughs> Freshly made waffles from scratch. And I mean, like, I never knew that there was so much just into making something as simple as waffles. Because, you know, it's traditionally you take it from the freezer, drop it in the toaster. Hey, I've got waffles. That's not traditionally. <laughs> But man, that, well, it wasn't my house, sir. But this, I mean, this was like some dry ingredients mixing with some wet ingredients and separating egg whites from egg yolks and having to beat those egg whites to the point where they're like white and they get a peak on them. And I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But needless sounds, to say, they were delicious. Sounds dirty. Yeah, a little bit. So, uh, but you know, I made waffles. And so while I was doing other things, uh, you know, one of those uh, tasks where you're, you're stuck in one location while trying to do this stuff, I, I watched the social network again. Uh, oh. just because I have not watched it since, uh, since like its release. Okay. Since and, it's in theaters or on DVD? Uh, theaters. Okay. And we're talking near the end of the run, my friend. <laughs> Dollar theater. Yeah, so I, uh, taller theater, man, you are hearkening back to something from my youth that does not exist in California anymore. <laughs> a second run movie theater in here. I haven't seen a second run movie theater in California in a long time. I'm sure there are, there are a few. I know there, there have got to be. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about a movie well beyond its run. So it's, it's cheap and easy to get your hands on the print. You're not having to kick back a lot to the studio. So you charge a small amount to get them in the door and then you make all your money at the concession. Exactly. Uh, but so I was watching that and you're right. There is just something that drives you nuts about that exclusivity. Okay. The, yeah. the being and being, having to be invited in to the, to the party. I mean, like it was yep. the same thing with the uh, Gmail a while ago. And I know some yeah, exactly. people, some people haven't embraced it because they, they don't like understand how it works and they don't get it. And, and you know, for me, I listen to last week's show or the week before it. I don't know which one where I was ranting about what they need to do because. You know, the circles concept is great, but, you know, I'm inviting people that are listeners to the show into Google+. Plus. I'm doing it. Right. So naturally, I as a person who would like to uh, to uh, keep these people informed using my Google Plus account, I would want to be able to, to, to let them know the info. And it's not stuff I have to share with any of my other circles. So I should be able to have exactly. a listener's circle. Right. But because I'm going to have a listener's circle – 
I'm also going to have to see everything that the listeners say. I'm not saying the things you guys have to say are not things I'm I, I'm not interested in. No, it's it, it's just overwhelming at times. Exactly. And 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 it is great. It's great that you can have you know the the different circle streams, which is fine. But when you come in the first thing, just let me let me have my friend stream be my automatic thing that pops up. There you, you know, go. Let me customize it that way. Problem solved. That would be a good way around it too. But I still think there should be a circle that you're not even following just like a just like a, a notification circle right just yeah. the ability never to have to see that circle don't get me wrong guys i love you and i'm because I, I sit here and i'm amazed that there are people that listen to this show because i don't know how the metrics of apple work i don't know if there's a person that just sits there and 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 like says, oh this is a new show and it's getting some traffic we'll put it here or if it's a it's an algorithm that picks those shows that go into new and noteworthy or if it's just based on interest you know what i mean but I'm, yeah. I'm I'm appreciative and I'm amazed that there are people that actually sit there and listen to this. I you know what I think it is, Will? No. I think they have manatees select the uh they, they put balls no. in a tank and they have manatees selected. You know, I sit there and I really think you're gonna give me something interesting, and then you're just rehashing a joke from a cartoon and it disappoints <laughs> if you me. If you haven't seen it, folks, you've got to check it out. It's uh South Park, what, three seasons ago? Three? Is it longer than that? Dude. Come on. <laughs> there are there are several seasons ago. Oh my god. It, let's put it this way. I saw it and you know I have not been watching <laughs> South Park in a while. Not because it's not good, it's just one of those things you lose track of. Right. Um God almighty. Uh so where what were we even talking about? You see what you did to me now? You got me thinking South Park. We were talking about circles and, but we were rehashing things. Nobody cares about this. We're on the final lap of the show, Trent. There's only one thing that anybody who follows Trent on Facebook or the Google Plus or, or, or the Twitter, there's only one thing they want to know about. Cause I'm married. I got a kid. I got nothing going on, my friend. Right. Nothing. I'm here. I'm sitting and, 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 and we're, we're trying to establish the fact that geek is cool. Oh, it so is. That nerd is, is, is hip. It's in. And so there is, there is a great thing that happened because you would consider yourself a, a nerd, a geek, one of yeah, the, sure. one of the, uh, one of the tech tribe, as I like to call us. Thank you. You had a date. Oh, see, here's the thing, Will. Oh, uh, were you just setting up digital hype? No, no, no. I did have a date, but that was not the highlight of my week. Uh. Okay. And, and this goes just, and I'll talk about the date. Don't, don't get wrong. I, I mean, we'll talk about it. We'll hash it out. But <laughs> Captain America was still, I, yeah. I knew, you, I, just, I, I knew you were going to steer us right back there. Cause how can you not talk about it? All I can say is I have never been more excited for any single event in my entire life. Wow. Than I was for Captain America. And I mean that. I didn't I know you were so big on Steve Rogers, man. Oh, I am so gay for Steve Rogers. <laughs> or Chris Evans, which one? I don't know. I'll just go ahead and put that in the notes. Yeah. Trent is gay for <laughs> Steve Rogers. Steve we, Rogers. Well, I, no, that can't because there's a, the interesting thing that you have to do in uh, in in podcasting because we do two things at once. We record a live show. Uh, we're also recording a podcast at the exact same time. Yes. Um, and that's the fact that at some point you got to come up with a title for the show. And it's always nice to tie it into something that was discussed. Like last week's, I titled it Wookiees Without Subtitles. Because <laughs> we brought up the Christmas special. Because I was 
hopelessly stoned. Um, and, uh, you know, so this one, Trent's taking notes, so I don't have to listen back and figure yeah. out the title. It just makes it easier. But that one, I don't think I want to use. <laughs> uh okay so no i and here's the thing i didn't go on a date for uh captain america because that was that was trent time you know what okay I mean? well first of all trent i'm gonna ask you to do something right now absolutely under the hashtag of netheads you need to send out the picture <laughs> of you sitting in the theater waiting for captain america doing it right now absolutely thank you very much because ladies and gentlemen this is not the guy you want to see that's sitting in the seat next to you when you're when you're like, I'm going to watch it. Because you're just thinking like, oh, my God, he's going to be cheering. He's going to be yelling. He's going to be screaming because clearly <laughs> he's not mentally right. <laughs> and you can find that under the hashtag of NetHeads. If you're listening to the replay, go back and find it, my friends, because whoo, doggy. I was like, <laughs> what? Really? Wow. and i got there early as well in fact in fact uh as i was waiting in line i brought a stack of captain america comic books and i just read them to get myself you know amped up going into this movie just go yeah man i'm gonna get my cap on yeah (laughs) oh folks okay now here's the thing when when you talk about well we'll all ask you right off the bat up to date where, where we're at having not seen captain america no, What's you just the... naturally assume that I haven't seen it. Will, have you seen Captain America? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best superhero movie we've seen that's been made? Mm. And it doesn't see, have to be I, Marvel. It doesn't gonna, have to be Marvel. I'm going to give you an answer, and you're not going to like it. Okay. Because for me, the best superhero movie? Yes. For me, The Incredibles. Ah, okay, okay. I know, I threw Uh, you for a loop on that one. So let's say, now let's take it in the direction of the best comic adaption. Yeah, slash live action. Okay, the one that I enjoyed the most, oh, see, the, because all the Chris Nolan Dark Knight movies, man. Ah, exactly, right? That's that's kind of the standard, at least that everyone says, right? Now, yeah. I mean, because Iron Man was good, but the story was slow in some parts. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Green Lantern. Nah. But that talks to the power of Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I mean, that's a, that's a rough one. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a tough one to answer. And it, cause honestly, like for me, cause it, storytelling wise, The Incredibles was a great superhero movie. Sure. Because it told a great story and it had superheroes. Uh, probably one of the best superhero movies for me. Uh, the original, uh, the 1989, 1989 Batman. Yes. Was okay. It was good. Yeah. Uh, that kind of became an event because finally we were getting a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you know, see, it, it, seriously though, the both X-Men and X-Men 2 were really good as well. Okay. So I'm just blathering on now. I don't know what direction you wanted me to go with this. <laughs> I really should have looked at the notes. Well, all I'm saying is for me, and I think kind of as a standard, everyone just says, you know, oh, no one, you know, no one's taken the, the comic book movie realm to new heights that no one's going to be able to touch this, that, and the other. Captain America, it may not be better than, than any of the Dark Knight films, but they're not better than Captain America as well. Oh, is that I'm, what you I'm, say? I am telling you right now, folks, w- without a doubt, this is the best Marvel has ever done 
for a, a, a film and man, I mean, there, there's times when you're crying and there's times when you're cheering and folks, I'm just telling you right now, stick around for after the credits because that's what really solidified my geek boner for the re- for the week that I've been dealing with. Some assembly required. <laughs> All I'm saying, folks, the movie is that good. Believe the hype because it is awesome. Okay, so let's let's set realistic expectations. Um, <laughs> see it on a bargain matinee, and you won't hate the netheads. <laughs> Is that the the caveat there, our disclaimer? I'm just saying, probably a safe <laughs> bet. You know, see it uh, at a bargain but, matinee and you won't be angry. The thing is, uh, the only midnight showing where I was at uh, was in 3D. So sadly, I did have to watch it in 3D. Tomorrow, I'm going to go watch again in 2D. Um, not, uh, and, and that's the thing. The only bad thing about that movie was that it was in 3D. Yeah. And it wasn't bad, you know what I mean? But Now, was that one shot to be 3D or was it uh, 2D and then 3D conversion? It's and here's here's almost and it was it was quote unquote shot to be in 3D, right? Oh. However, I sometimes wonder if they only shoot certain um scenes to be in 3D. Yeah. They uh, have because to. It, it, there's there's no way that they could shoot everything in 3D with all the different cameras uh and at the same time the cost and when you pull your glasses off a lot of the times you're like oh yeah this isn't 3D at all yeah why bother but i will say when cap throws the shield and it's in 3D it's pretty damn cool you're right on man so now uh, let me ask you though without giving any plot details away how much okay. of the film is in is is period piece film all of well, all all but perhaps maybe five percent. Okay, now when you say five percent, what do you mean? Like the last ten minutes of the film? Uh, the the, the maybe the first five and the last five. Okay, good. So it's kind of like bookends. All yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so you kind of set it up, and then it you know they tell the story, and then at the end it's bring, brings it full circle. Right, because you know that's the now. Oh God, I, God, there's so many questions I want to ask, but I don't want to ruin the movie for people because I'm wondering if they if they did the thing where they dropped him in the in, in, and he got frozen for a period okay, of time. Okay, good, or, good question. Or is it? Or did they just do like a, a cheap write off? Like, well, he ages slower because of the superheroes, super, the super soldier serum. Right, which is which is what they've said for Nick Fury, not in the movie, but in the comic books. Right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, let me say that it doesn't follow the, the Marvel Universe, uh, lore exactly, but it is very, very close and it's done very, very well. Wow. I have, I'm just, this is just a ringing endorsement for Captain America. Um, also, uh, just, just so you know, folks, and this may be a spoiler or not, I don't know. Um, but the guy that signed on for Bucky has been signed on for multiple films. So just remember oh. that, go- just remember that going into the movie. Oh, right on. That's good to know. Wow, that was a spoiler. <laughs> really, you think that one brought it down, huh? Uh, when, when, you know, when they see it, they'll understand. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I, I hope to see it. My wife actually said she was interested in seeing it, which got me very uh, excited. I, I'm telling you, if, if even if, if you don't like comic books, you will really, really enjoy this movie. You know, as long as it's at the same caliber of Iron Man, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, speaking of which, uh, you know, Iron Man was great. Tommy Lee Jones was, you know, really sardonic and sarcastic and funny. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones' performance in this is fabulous. Oh, right on. Oh, he is so funny and just kind of like, you know, hardcore throughout the whole thing. It's great. Ooh, 
That reminds me of something. Yes. Was Stark's father in the, uh, in, in Howard, Captain America? Howard, Howard Stark it, it plays a key role in the film. Really? And is it played yes. by the dude from Mad Men? Yes, it is. Oh, that's awesome. See, I like continuity. I love continuity and I love things traveling along and, and that, that I really enjoy. Yeah. So that's cool. Cause you know, he was in Iron Man too. So. And and that's, you know, eventually that's, and let's not forget when the Avengers finally comes out, the guy that's behind it is Joss Whedon, which a lot of people are really psyched about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the other cool thing. As you're it's sticking out through the, uh, through the credits, um, you, you look and you see all the, the contributing, um, you know, the people that were consultants for the film. Right. And it's, 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 it's names like, you know, Whedon, uh, Brubaker, uh, Bendis, um, you know, Millar, all these people that have, have taken Captain America and, and just comics in the past 10 years to awesome, awesome heights. They've been involved in it, you know, from day one, which is just fabulous. My only question, I wonder, well, actually Disney bought Marvel, didn't they? Correct. Yes. So who the hell knows? Cause they've been, that's the, the, the amazing thing I think about this when you look at it. Somebody actually sat at a table. Okay. And they said, guys, and, and I think they came up with this before they did Iron Man. Okay. Okay. They sat down. Somebody sat down at a table and said, okay, guys, we're not going to sell the rights to our movies anymore. We're making the movies ourselves. We're going to make these movies. And we're going to build up to something. We're not just going to do an Iron Man movie. We're not just going to do a Hulk movie. We're going to ramp all this up. It's all going to tie together to one big feature with all of these heroes. We're going to bring the Avengers together. That's what we're doing. That's our, that's our thematic strategy. And to me, that's amazing that somebody had the forethought to do that because you got to think it, and that's probably why they chose Iron Man as the, the Kickstarter because. Right. Oh, look at that. Already a retraction from Trent. Howard Stark <laughs> isn't the same one. You suck. Nope. It's Dominic Cooper from, uh, the Duchess, uh, and education, Mamma Mia, et al. Yeah, whatever. Oh, He's well. good though. He, he, he does a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so just having that forethought and being able to take that gamble and having it pay off for him, that makes me happy. Even though I don't know that we necessarily needed Iron Man 2 to get us to that point, but you know, the, they got to cash in on the money. They need that dollar to, to make the film. So I understand. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's exactly how they picked up, uh, you know, with, with the backing of Disney, they can do it. Yeah. So I just wonder what their strategy is going to be afterwards now. What's what's going to happen after the Avengers? Because obviously, it, right, the Avengers movie itself is a big ticket thing. And once again, I mean, it's the third Hulk movie within what a decade and a half, where it's another guy, right? So, but I I think I think you know I think Mark Ruffalo is going to be the one. He's a great actor. I like he's, that guy. Yeah, he he's an actor's actor. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um what else was i gonna tell you uh hell i forgot i'm still waiting to see thor but, <laughs> oh, but the big man. The, oh one thing that a lot of people are throwing up in the twitter stream and a lot of people have been reporting that i'm not surprised at at all because you know harry potter last weekend made uh, i think all the money in the world sure this week here in the u.s captain america has defeated harry potter at the box office Right. But I'm not surprised at all. 
just because no. of the sheer volume that that movie did last week. Right, exactly. I mean, when when you sell thirty five million dollars in pre tickets, yeah. If you if you want to see it, you've already seen it. Yeah, but you know that. Look at you though. You're going back to Captain America again. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, it may be that that I I would have expected it to have a little more longevity, but then again. It seems like a Harry Potter movie comes out, and then in November, I get the Blu-ray and I get to see it. So Right. All I know is, at least when I finally go see it, probably next weekend, I'm not going to be competing with kids in robes. <laughs> or or, or uh, <clears throat> middle-aged men dressed in Captain America headgear. You know, I really wish we had the ability to take phone calls right now, because Kuban makes a statement that I, I find very interesting. Okay. Where he says, I have little hope for the Avengers movie doing well. Really? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a big ticket thing if you think about it, because you've got all of these characters. So you've got to come up with a balance script that features the characters and them, you know, confronting whatever it is they have to deal with. Sure. And then pulling off well. My only thing is, so far, I have not seen anything that Joss Whedon has touched that I haven't liked. Exactly. Uh, the third Alien movie. No, yep. no, 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 not the third no, one. No. The fourth one. Yes. Uh, what was it? Cause it was Alien, Aliens. Thank you. Resurrection. Yeah. Which I actually liked that one. I thought it was a, I love that movie. I thought it yeah. was a great movie. Uh, I mean, granted, I will see anything with Winona Ryder in it. Okay. Well, good for you. <laughs> Little mousy. You know, you got to watch your stuff around her. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> especially the, especially the pill cabinet. But, uh, I, I, I liked that. And, you know, uh, for those of you that don't know, he had a hand in writing on the original Toy Story. The whole, yes. uh, the whole Sid's Misfit Toys thing was kind of, uh, I think that was his contribution. So, and, which, and which it makes sense. Yeah. When, and, when you watch it and think about it. Yeah. I think the only thing that might have been borderline <clears throat> for some people. Would have been like the latest show that he did, which was Dollhouse, which I, I don't blame him at all for the shortcomings that it did have. Uh, cause clearly having, I don't want to say having been in the industry cause I never have been, but having watched as much television as I have, that show suffered from network involvement. Yes. Okay. Network, uh, network, uh, I don't want to say intervention. It's almost like network interruption. You know, they've well, got it's, notes. It's, they got it's, their what any, it's what any producer would do, uh, sticking his hands kind of into things, regardless if it's the network or, you know, Steven Spielberg. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I, uh, eh, I'm just saying that that show got a raw deal. But anyway, so I, I liked everything he, he's done. So I have, I actually have faith in, in the Avengers movie out, out of them all. Absolutely. And uh, along with that, um, to show how easily, well, I wouldn't say easily, but how it can be done so well. Uh, and on Netflix right now, uh, the Avengers, um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, uh, they're starting on their second, they're, well, they're in their second season right now. The first season is available on, it's, it's an animated series. It's available on Netflix right now. Go and watch that. And they do a, they do it so well. And you, you forget that you're actually watching, you know, something that was, that was made for, you know, Disney XD. Oh, okay. Oh, that, I, think I, I think really, I caught part really of that well the done. other day. It's great. Huh. I, I thought I was watching something that was like old. Like something, uh, you know, from a little while ago. Just because I'm out of touch. 
Sure, sure. No, yeah, that that one uh, debuted last season, and they're in their second season right now. Oh, okay. Right on, then. Cool. I, I wasn't watching it. I should have stuck around. Oh, well. <laughs> now, Will, would you like to hear about the date? Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that I love, though, is, is the importance of stressing the fact that you did not take the date to no. Captain America. I, You know, I didn't want to ruin the experience. You know? Of Captain America? Yes. I, By well, throwing that, all those date. Well, obviously, look what you were wearing. So that that's a little I, hard I'm to explain. Telling you, that was the zenith of my life. I could die right now and be totally fulfilled. Wow. That's sad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that that really. Okay. Well, good for you. Just, <laughs> Somebody throw a pirated copy of Captain America in the coffin with him so he can go out with his, his finest final no, image. Just, just, just bear me with the shield. That's all I'd want. Oh. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite moments from Iron Man 2 when he's trying to, oh, to line yes. up one of the most absurd plot points of Iron Man 2. But okay. So, you oh, know, he's trying I, to I create on that point. He's trying to create this element, you know, that would end up, you know, saving his life. Basically, <laughs> you know, his dad was like, this is an element because it limitless power and it'll help the world is what his dad's concept was. Because little did he know that his son would stick an arc reactor in his chest. <laughs> right. You just don't see that coming. Um, but, you know, when he's when he's setting that up and and then, um, you know, he, he asked the guy from S.H.I.E.L.D. holds up Captain America's shield. He's like, do you realize what this is? He's like, oh. Yes. And then he says it's perfect and jams it under there, bent launches things up and boom. So that was one of my favorite. Because in the original movie, you could see Captain America's shield in the background as well in the original Iron Man. In right. Yes, exactly. So, anyway, uh, but I digress. So Trent went on a date. Yep. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're a geek, if you're a nerd, you can find the ability to get a date somehow. It, it's it's doable. Okay. It's let, let's get it's, this it's, out of the way. Did you did you did you have to hire her for the date? Was she a pro? This is what I'm getting at. And I'm not meaning that you would go, that I'm not saying your date's a whore. Sure. I just no, wanna, no, of course not. I just no. want to establish the, the, the criteria here. It's a, it's a, it's a profession. It's, it's the world's oldest profession. Yes, but she's not a member of it. No. Okay, no, good. No. So we got that out of the way. Yes. All right. Yes. And it wasn't your mom. Not this time. Okay, good. Not this time. All right. But, but when, you know, when Bonnie does offer up a, a free meal, take me out, I'll jump on it. Okay. Because <laughs> Trent's all about the free food. <laughs> Keep going. I'm asking you about the date. Go. Nah, you know, uh, we we went for a motorcycle ride. It was it was. Oh. And here's the other thing, guys. If 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 you're a full on nerd geek, you know, you got to break out of the shell. Just have have something that kind of validates yourself as a man. And motorcycle is probably the easiest way to do that. Yeah, and, uh, and, that and and don't. Don't get a Honda. Don't, no, don't do no. that. Don't, don't, oh. no. Get a, get a Harley. And I'll say it right here. Captain America rides a Harley. Shouldn't you? Ah, there you go. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I haven't seen the billboards already. You will. They've, they've got a huge marketing campaign going right now with Harley. Okay. So, so you're a little bit of advice. If you haven't been taking note, if you want to, if you want to help break that, uh, that nerd perception. Get yourself a Harley, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Please continue. So you you went on a Harley ride. Yeah, we went. We went. Yeah, we went and uh, we uh, now, rode around. A, there's a there's a lake. Uh, it's called Bear Lake, and there's a paved road all the way around it. We rode around the lake, and that was it. That was the date. Okay. Now, did she also have her own Harley? I mean, were you guys riding? <laughs> no, she she was riding behind me on the same bike. Okay, so you 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 went for a ride around a lake, and you're calling that a date? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Okay. Does that count? Did you get off the bike at the lake and do anything while you were there? We 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 looked at the stars. Oh. Does that count? I mean, you got off the bike to do that, though. I mean, the yes. the, the lake was a destination. Yeah. Okay. Well, she she was already there, and I went there, and we met up, and you know, went for the ride, and oh, what have you? Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. That's nice. So it's kind of like this is, you know what though? That's smart because that's, it, there's not a lot of that first date pressure and nonsense. Exactly. You know, you don't have to decide on the right meal so you're not too gassy, you know, halfway <laughs> through the movie. Absolutely. You know, the kind of thing where you've just got a, you got a belly full of gas. Well, more like a colon full of gas and, and, <laughs> and you're, you're really sweating the, the, uh, the drop off. Cause you're like, you know, look, it's the first date. I'm not going to try for the kiss, but by God, if I don't get this woman into her house now, my ass is going to explode. <laughs> exactly. And it will be over. <laughs> and I will have lost all hope. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and any chance of anything in the future. So, but that's nice. So, I mean, was this just kind of like a, hey, let's hang out kind of thing? Yeah, kind of, you know, you know, pretty casual type thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it went well enough that we will be seeing more of each other in the future. Until she finds out you talked about it on a podcast. <laughs> let's just hope she doesn't, uh, follow my Facebook. <laughs> Which she does. Oh, shit. <laughs> there you go, dude. See, that's the thing. Uh, it, it's like the uh, the the fake girl made up for the social network movie. She said the the internet's not written in pencil, my friend. It's written in ink. <laughs> Unless, of course, you use Google Plus now, then you can control who reads the ink. Exactly, the anti Facebook. It is. It really is. It is. But you know, it's just uh, it's so funny because people don't know how they don't. I, I'm amazed a little bit at how people aren't getting the concept in some cases. Because really, it's kind of like uh, people can follow you, but you can control what you show them. So it's sure. it's really great. But that's a that's the thing. That's the only way they're going to defeat the Twitter is they need to overcome that ability to to broadcast. Uh, well, no, not really, because that's what your public would be for. Once again, I'm right. I I had a transgression and just slipped back to last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> again, I'm a time traveler. I can't keep this stuff straight. <laughs> Well, Trent, I'm glad to hear you had a date and it went well. And I'm glad Thank we can you. ruin any future chances of it once she hears about it here. <laughs> yeah, okay, kind of, you know, paradoxical, isn't it? A little bit. Kind of like time travel. <laughs> just a little bit. No, but, and by the way, I just got to ask you, Trent, um, cause we, we glossed over it. Um, but, uh, you sent out a, an image earlier that I had to ask you about. And it looked like it was a screen capture of a like a mobile app for Captain America <laughs> where somebody obviously was being funny and they wrote a review saying, why does Superman have an A on his forehead? Yes, exactly. So uh, this is a friend of ours who who has been on the, the other podcast that we've done in the past, uh, Rick King. He, <laughs> uh, 
he was the first person to write a review for the the new app that's out. It's a it's a Captain America game. It's only ninety nine cents. It's actually a pretty good game for a mobile device. And he was the first person to put a comment on it, and the comment read, "Yeah, exactly. Why does Superman have an A on his head?" <laughs> that's genius. So, so have you have you gotten the game though? Yes. Yep. I bought the game, and it's it's fun. I mean, for for ninety nine cents for for a mobile game, it is not bad. And is this just for the uh, Android? It uh, it is on the system? Android market. I am not. I I would assume it's on the iTunes market, as everything is. Everything. Well, if it's on Android, it sure as shit is on iTunes. Well, hold on. Let's see. I can do a real-life experiment right now. <laughs> I'll just type Captain America. Oh, well, I shouldn't have done that. I really should have done it in the App Store instead of the iTunes Store. <laughs> Genius. Um, Fat, Fat Man 2124 um, he had asked, now you're talking about the bike, right? I'm assuming that's when he asked, when you had said, now you got off, right? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> now is that the Sentinel of Liberty game? Yes, that's the one. Oh wow, and it is only ninety nine cents. Yeah, you can. It, I mean, that's that's a great buy. And uh, you know what, folks, if you're looking for something to do while you're taking a poop, go ahead and just upload that for ninety nine cents. Well, thanks for bringing it home like that, sir. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Which, let's be honest, that's the only thing a smartphone's really good for. <laughs> Passing time on the John. Uh, yeah, you don't want to know where most of my tweets come from. <laughs> also, um, definitely want a special shout out to Amy Muzz and uh, Kale Swambat, who are listening from the UK and Australia today. Wow, where did you pull that one out of? Just uh, the NetHeads hashtag. Oh, right on. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate that. That is just am- I'm amazed. People listen. And but I I guess I shouldn't be uh, because we have the, the wonderful ability to be broadcasting where we're broadcasting from and and I'm sure there are people that just have the stream going at all times. Sure, yeah. And so uh you know whether you stumble across us or you're actually making us the thing that I miss and the thing that especially on a Sunday for people to come back to acknowledge the time and come back here that's important is I mean they're 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 joining um. Uh, what, what am I looking at? What was I saying? I, I have no idea. Here's what you miss: something. No. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're okay, setting well? they're setting up appointment entertainment, basically. I mean, they're right. and they're subscribing to it. They're they're taking part in it. That's what I'm going with. You know, they're 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 making an appointment to be with us, and I'm very thankful for that. So much so that we're ending the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. Take care. Uh, because let me tell you something, my friend. We've beat this dead horse into the ground. Absolutely. Uh, so I uh, want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. Don't forget, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can go to smodcast.com, and one way or another, you can find us, uh, the NetHead Show. You want to follow Trent. He's at a part of him on Twitter, and I am uh, at NetHeadWW, or the show at NetHeads on Air. Uh, as more happens with the show, NetHeads on Air will be the place to read about it. Uh, until the time we figure out the right way to use Google Plus for that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, so don't forget, of course, also the hashtag NetHeads if you want to get your uh, Google Plus invites in because I'm, I will not stand for a class of people being excluded. Especially fans of the show. Exactly. I want you all to, to be able to enjoy Google Plus as much as me or not use it as much as everyone else that I'm inviting. <laughs> and that's just the way it is. So uh, until next time, my name's Will. 
And my name is Trent. And this has been another edition of NetHeads on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. At Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.